Broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina on Sports Byline USA. Uniting sports fans everywhere, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. If God wasn't in my life, I really don't know how I would get through it, how, how I would play this game. For the next hour, we will unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. As people, we get caught up in, I can do it, without allowing God to come and work and actually be the center of it all. Bringing you high energy and thought-provoking sports talk with a purpose. He knows I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be right all the time. But I'm going to continue to love him first and foremost. Now, from his mic to your ears, this is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to Unpacking It where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. So glad to be with you today. We've got an excellent show in store. First up, we'll be joined by Luke May, former Carolina basketball star and now looking to make it in the NBA. And we're going to talk all about his college career, what it was like on and off the floor, but but mainly what it was like with his teammates and, and his faith journey. And, and that was a special Carolina team the, these last couple of years. They, of course, won the championship. Luke May had the, the monster shot against Kentucky. And so he, he's really a legend at North Carolina. And so uh, it'll be great to, to have him on the show. And then the, the second guest today is Hunter Henry, tight end for the L.A. Chargers. Now, he's coming back from a season where he was out with, with an injury all year long. He, he made it back for the, the playoffs and, and played just a little bit. But he's coming back this year, and, and especially from, from a fantasy football perspective, a lot of people have high hopes for him. And, and from a Chargers perspective, they're thinking, hey, this is a Super Bowl-caliber team, and, and so they're excited to, to now have a, another weapon for Phillip Rivers. And Antonio Gates has been such a great tight end for so many years. But but now it's it's Hunter Henry's chance to be the guy. So it'll be great to catch up with him. He's been a guest on this show before. Uh, then toward the end of the show, speaking of the Chargers, I, I want to talk about holdouts in the NFL. And and of course, you got Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas at one point, and Melvin Gordon. And so these guys are you know big time players holding out. We'll discuss that in just a little bit. It's unpacking it. We're just getting started. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back right after this. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. It's Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson, unpackingit.com. We're going to jump right into our first interview. And joining us now is Luke May. He is a former UNC basketball star, and he just finished playing in the summer league for the Milwaukee Bucks during his career at North Carolina. He was an All-American and an All-ACC player, and the Tar Heels won the NCAA championship in 2017. He joins us today on Unpacking It to discuss basketball, faith, and life. Luke, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Doing great, Bryce. Thanks for having me on. 
All right. Well, we're we're glad to have you on, and and of course, you you, you just finished up summer league. So, what was that experience like for you, and and what were some of your your takeaways uh, from the games out in Las Vegas? Yeah, it was great. I had a great time, great opportunity with the Bucks organization, and able to uh, just continue to show my skills and try to show people I could play the next level. And uh, we uh, had some good games and had some not so good games, but overall it was a great opportunity for me and for my teammates. And um, great to see a lot of Carolina guys out there playing as well. That's right. Well, so what, what is that like, though? Because here you are, you, you just finished college, you're used to the, the, the college game, and now it's summer league. So it's you know, still younger players, guys that you played with in college and, and all that sort of thing. What, what's the atmosphere like, the, the camaraderie? What, what's you know, just the, the, uh, the experience fully? Yeah, it's competitive. Um, it's definitely like trying to go out there and win for your organization and for your team. But, um, I mean, before the game, after the game, you say what's up to guys you've seen through the college ranks and especially your former teammates. And, I mean, it was great to have that opportunity to continue to play basketball and um, hopefully um, I'll get another opportunity to continue to play during this season. Absolutely. Luke May, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so take me into the, the process after your, your season ended with, with UNC – and you begin preparing for the NBA, and, and you end up going undrafted, but then you get this opportunity with the Bucks. So, so what have the last couple of months been like, and, and what was that entire process like for you? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was just after the season ended, I finished school, and uh, some weekends I'd fly down to IMG and uh, train down there, just working on basketball and working on my body. And then uh, once I graduated in early May, I just – Went down to IMG for uh, a, a, a couple more weeks, and then I started working out for NBA teams just across the country, flying all over the place and trying to figure out kind of what was the best fit for me. And then once the draft happened, I uh, I went undrafted, and it was unfortunate, but sometimes you just got to make your own story. And throughout my basketball career, I haven't had the easiest path, but I've always tried to make the most out of it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I was going to try to do with this situation. And I got with a great organization, and hopefully it will uh, continue to be a great path for me. And at the end of the day, I mean, the good Lord has my path already written, and I just need to make the decisions that I feel like are best for his glory and for my future endeavors as well. Mm. Amen. Luke May, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And and so you, you mentioned you know when you when you went to UNC you had to prove yourself and get worked into the lineup and and you improved throughout your career at UNC and so what lessons did you learn from that experience that can help you as you start over again and, and have to prove yourself in the NBA? Yeah, I think just continue to do what I do great and uh, just make sure that those two things those two or three things are uh, very specific to me and that I bring to a team and I continue to do those at a high level and the other things whether that be uh some of the things I'm not as good at or that I'm uh pretty weak at I just got to continue to hone in on and uh, try to continue to improve as I go through my career but at the end of the day I mean teams look for specific things from guys who can play a role for their team and 
I think I do some things really well that I can bring to an NBA team. Uh, it'd be valuable for sure. Luke May, former UNC basketball star, joining us here on Unpacking It. And so now that your time at UNC is over, when you reflect on your college career, what are some of the things that, that come to mind? And the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is just relationships I have with teammates, with uh, the coaches. I mean, Coach Williams is one of the greatest coaches of all time. And for me to be able to learn under him and kind of see the game from his perspective is, was an unbelievable uh, opportunity for me and now uh, looking back I mean I got so many great friendships and um, having lived with uh, Kenny Williams, Justin Jackson and Cam Johnson, Cam and Justin for two years each and Kenny for all four just really created a bond with us three that uh, or I guess us four that I mean it was just really really special and something that I w- will have memories and we'll have a friendship forever and I mean that's things that you really cherish coming out of college and I mean just the people that I've met and uh, throughout my career whether that be in school or from the basketball team and I, mean, I was just I had a great opportunity and uh, I was very blessed to be able to have so many people pour into me and be able to share some of their experiences that helped me create a path for myself that was pretty unique and pretty successful in my opinion and I think that's something that uh, can go a long way, whether that be with my brothers or with uh, just my life in general. No, it's really that's really cool, and and I'm thinking too just about your your specific story as far as each year you became more and more well known and 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 a better player, more involved in the team. What was that like, just being a student at UNC? And of course, the basketball players they're. They're well known, and, and everybody loves UNC basketball and, and all that sort of thing. But but what was that like for you personally to kind of go through that the growth on the floor? But then how did that affect maybe just the involvement on campus and, and being a, a student athlete day to day, interacting with other college students? Yeah, it was great. I loved meeting different college students, different sports, um, different student athletes, and. Being a student at Carolina was tough. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of late nights, getting back from games and having to do schoolwork for the next day. And that was probably poor planning on my part. But uh, <laughs> it was just something that I just had to continue to learn and continue to improve while I was at my at Carolina. And as I got deeper into my career as a student, it was a lot easier to balance my time with maybe a little bit lighter course load and being able to uh, focus on classes that I actually really enjoyed to be in and really enjoyed the professional just because once I got into business school my junior year I pretty much took all business classes which mm. was uh, a lot more interesting to me and uh, my classmates were like like-minded and wanted to achieve some of the things that I wanted to in the business world which was uh, very promising for me just overall at Carolina like the students were great I'd always try to reach out just because I mean, we're students as well, and we want to be treated just the same as everyone else. And I feel like sometimes, like you said, the Carolina basketball players get a little bit of a uh, different kind of treatment from the students just walking through campus and in the cl- certain classrooms. But um, I just tried to speak to people I saw walking in, walking along the streets and uh, through the quad and 
just trying to be friendly and show that, I mean, we're the same as everybody else. But I felt like it was a great opportunity to uh, use my platform to try to share what I knew and what I continue to believe about Jesus. And um, I thought that was really important to kind of use my platform. And I felt like uh, also trying to uh, get to the uh, children's hospital as much as possible just to be able to be a light for them and be able to uh, see patients and get connected with certain patients that I felt like uh, loved the game, maybe not loved the game, and just needed somebody to say hello and somebody who needed to uh, be lifted up. And that was just important to me. And I think at the end of the day, we just got to we gotta do more than just look at ourselves. And I think the biggest thing that I cherished at Carolina was just the people that I met and the places that I was able to uh, go because of the platform I had from the basketball team. Man, that's awesome. Really cool to hear. He's Luke May, former UNC basketball star, with us right here on Unpacking It. We're just getting started with him. More with Luke right after this on Unpacking It. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It as we unpack sports, faith, and life. I'm Bryce Johnson. Our website is unpackingit.com. You can email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. Luke May, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former UNC basketball star. He just finished playing in the summer league for the Milwaukee Bucks. And, and you mentioned reaching out to you know the students and, and people in the community but but I also know that you were a you know a leader on that basketball team and and really during your time there a lot of faith-filled guys and and it seemed like a, a team that was you know really rooted in 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 faith and wanting to, to grow and so what was your uh, approach to you know being a, a leader not only a basketball leader but a spiritual leader as well and and what was that fellowship like among teammates even with you know, just within other guys uh, that, that you're doing life with every day on and off the court? Yeah, I, I think it was huge being able to have them grow over my uh, time there and myself grew a ton as well. And I thank Coach Davis for that. First and foremost, just being able to kind of bring us in. And we held uh, team Bible studies my freshman year all the way through and um, started with around six guys, and it grew all the way up to about nine or ten mm. by my senior year, which is great. And uh, just being able to have guys who are being intentional about their faith and growing in what they want to believe and what they feel like is um, like the best path to set them on. And I mean, it was very special. And we had a, a great group all four years. And I mean, they're all very different, but I loved being around the guys and having those special moments. Luke May with us right now on Unpacking It. And, and you mentioned you know the, the, the Bible studies and, and Coach Hubert Davis having an influence on you. What were some of those ways that, that you grew spiritually throughout college? What were some of the things that you know, God really did in your life and, and, and things that you can just kind of you know, look back on and say, wow, you know, I learned that or experienced that, that, that you'd be willing to share with us today that could, could even be an encouragement to, uh, to some people listening? We really had great discussions, and we had different people lead Bible studies each week, and uh, 
I mean, I was very fortunate just because so many people on our team were able to take initiative and want to lead. And, uh, I mean, just to be able to hear different people's perspectives on the gospel and how they looked at it and how they viewed it was, would have been different than how I looked at it. And we came in each week uh, reading a different passage, and um, I would read it and read it one way, and then we'd go into Bible study, and whoever was leading, whether it be Kenny or Cam or Sterling Manley or Garrison Brooks, they, they'd look at it a different way, and it'd be a great perspective for me. And, uh, and I was very fortunate that I was able to see how so many guys grew in their faith, and uh, also we had great leaders and uh, Coach Davis and uh, Ricky Harris, who's a pastor at the local summit church up there, and uh, Mike Exton Camper, who does a great job with Athletes in Action, but they all were great influences on me and on our team, and we were just able to continue to uh, try and grow each other and grow everyone's faith um, for the best, and I, mean, I was very, um, very blessed to be able to have that fellowship. Amen, amen. Luke May, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so uh, I guess another way to look at it, when, when you look back, even on your, on your entire life, what were some of the seasons of life or the, the key moments in life where your faith was challenged and, and maybe even how difficulties in life have strengthened your faith and you've seen God move and work in your life through difficulties, because I know I know people listening. You know, we're all going through different stuff, and you know, personally, family-wise or career-wise, what are some of the things that you've learned in your short life? But uh, but that th- th- you could maybe share just based on your experience. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, whenever I was really facing adversity, um, I really flocked back to Christ. I just felt like that was the person that was strongest, and kind of you hear that song about the cornerstone he was always kind of that person in my corner and I've always I've tried to read the Bible as much as I can and I need to be able to read it more but um, I've, I do as best I can to try to read as much as I can and, um, and I think the biggest decisions in my life like choosing a college and um, choosing a major um, after I graduate just leave in God's hands and um, I mean going to Carolina was probably not the most, I guess you could say, uh, a lot of people would not have chosen that path just because of the opportunities I had other places. But uh, I felt like I was being called there and uh, felt like I had confidence in myself and I wanted to trust in God and uh, felt like that was a great opportunity to chase my dream of playing in the NBA. And uh, um, at the end of the day, your path has already been written and you just have to make decisions that will put you on that path. And you just have to continue to pray, and I've really been strong in prayer. My family and my grandparents have prayed for me so much, and I've been very thankful for that. Having faith in Him to uh, set you down the right path was always something that I prayed for and had a chance to uh, try to focus on, and it was I was very, very blessed to have that opportunity to live out my dream playing Carolina and having a big role. And, and I also, my sophomore year, got into a car accident, and... Uh, I mean, I was able to walk away free kind of of injury and had a great, um, great blessing to uh, be able to talk about my story and teach, teach kids and adults just kind of how I've grown from that situation and what God was trying to tell me through that car accident. And um, it's just been very fortunate that uh, I've been able to be such a light on so many people's lives. And 
I just thank God every day for being able to continue to speak to others and uh, be a role model to so many kids, my brothers, my family, and just been uh, very fortunate. But I just continue to say just prayer is huge, and prayer has been huge for me, and especially through this process where I don't really know where I'm going and mm. what my next step is, just being able to kind of cope and uh, understand that he has my best interest and just continue to pray towards him and uh, pray for my family, just giving, giving them the wisdom to help me understand the best path for me and the best decision for me. And I mean, I've been uh, lucky to make good decisions so far in my life, in my opinion, and maybe not be the best decision in God's eyes, but I, I wouldn't know that. And I just have to continue to make as educated a, a decision as I can with my faith and my family and the people I love around me. I'm uh, very uh, thankful that I'm able to be on this radio show and uh, be able to continue to try to be a light in people's lives and to try to learn from other Christians as well. Just always try to better myself and better um, my family and the people I love. And um, I'm very fortunate that uh, I have this opportunity. So thank you, Bryce. Oh, no, absolutely. And and I love your, your perspective and, and just your willingness to, uh, yeah, share that with our, our audience today. So it's uh, really, really encouraging to hear. And he's Luke May with us on Unpacking It. Uh, last question. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your your three younger brothers. And, and so you're the oldest of, of four. I'm the oldest of, of three brothers. Um, and so uh, as you kind of look at their career, they're all athletes as well. Kind of give us a quick update on, on how each of them are, are doing and kind of where they're at in their own careers uh, playing sports. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I have my oldest brother is just turned 21 a month ago, and uh, he's uh, he was a baseball player at Florida, but um, he uh, decided to uh, hang up the cleats for now, and uh, he's just a student down there at Florida, and uh, it was pretty special. We both won a national championship the same year, different sports with different teams, so uh, that's pretty cool to look back on and have that success in our family. Um, it was uh, pretty special for my parents. Um, and then um, I have another brother who just turned 18, and he's rising senior in high school. He plays basketball, and he's hopefully going to try to play at the next level, and we'll see. He's had a couple of knee surgeries, so he's kind of recovering from those, but he's got a great opportunity. He's a big kid, and um, hopefully um, the genes will continue to uh, help him out moving forward. And then my youngest brother is uh, probably one of the better athletes in our family, and he um, plays football and has a great opportunity to play at a high Division One school, and he's got a great opportunity, and um, hopefully he makes the most of it. I mean, and we're all very competitive, and we're actually going to the beach today, so uh have a great opportunity to go on there and compete in different aspects, bocce ball, and <laughs> little, uh, we might have a little race on the beach, but just kind of things that all families love to do and love to compete. But uh, we're uh, very close. And we love each other, and that's the biggest thing. Uh, that that's awesome. Have a have a great time at the the beach, and, and so who who usually takes bocce? Who who wins bocce? Uh, I don't know. Bocce's kind of it's a great game because there's not much strategy to it. It's kind of <laughs> tossing it. That's right. And uh, so I mean, everybody's kind of got opportunity to win. So that's why it's pretty fun because we always have some bragging rights. But we'll play like tennis, and we'll play golf and we'll play all these different kinds of sports kind of like olympics for us but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun man and, and your dad and mom were, were both great athletes do they still compete with you guys as well 
yeah, they they still play. Yeah, they. Uh, my dad's had a couple injuries over his years, but um, they still try to go out there and play. And it's a great opportunity because we have six, so we can do teams of two, or we can just do all individual. So it's um, it's a lot of fun, and we have a blast. Ah. Uh. That that's incredible. Well, enjoy it, and and really appreciate you uh, being a part of unpacking it today. Thanks for sharing your heart and uh, being willing to to come on and kind of reflect on your your career at UNC. But we're excited to follow you and and see what what God has in store for you next as you continue to pursue uh, your professional basketball career. So so go get them and, and enjoy the rest of the summer. Yes, sir. Thanks so much, Bryce. I really appreciate uh, you having me on, and uh, God bless. He's Luke May, former UNC basketball star with us on Unpacking It, and a real privilege to talk with him. And even as a a Duke fan myself, a a guy like Luke May, you can't help but respect him, root for him, cheer for him, and and really I hope that he's able to make it into the NBA. I think the impact that he can have in a locker room has already been evident. And so it was cool to talk to him about his time at UNC. So I hope you enjoyed that. Up next, Hunter Henry from the L.A. Chargers will join us on Unpacking It. Hey, hey, it's Bryce Johnson, and it is time to start thinking about the upcoming fantasy football season. And good news, Unpacking It Ministries has a resource for you that will take you from the draft all the way through the championship. Order your Fantasy Football Fellowship Playbook today, and each week, read about a fantasy concept and how it relates to the Bible and our own lives. It's designed for your league to discuss at weekly league meetings, on the phone, or in person. The FFF Playbook will add more meaning and purpose to the fantasy season and add value to your league. Grow in your faith, build deeper relationships with other owners in the league, and make more of your fantasy season. Join us at fantasyfootballfellowship.org and find all the details and order the FFF Playbook today. That's fantasyfootballfellowship.org. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. It's great to be with you here on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. You can email me, Bryce at unpackingit.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can find it anywhere podcasts are found. And if you've missed the show in recent weeks, maybe you've been traveling or whatever, go catch up on the podcast because we've interviewed Rod Woodson, the Hall of Famer. We actually interviewed the president of the Hall of Fame, David Baker. And, and a lot of great guests have, have been joining us recently. And in the next coming weeks, uh, we'll be joined by Jim Tressel uh, from, from Ohio State, uh, former coach there and now is the, the president at Youngstown State. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of fantasy with Jason Moore coming up. Uh, David Pollock from ESPN will join us. Brian Anderson, uh, a great broadcaster, will be on the show. And so uh, thanks so much for being a part of Unpacking It each week next segment we'll do unpack this about players holding out but before that we've got another great interview for you and joining us now is hunter henry 
tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers. He was drafted in the second round of the 2016 NFL Draft after playing his college football at Arkansas, where he was on the All-SEC team three times. During his first two seasons in the NFL, he had 12 touchdowns, and he missed the entire 2018 regular season due to a torn ACL, but did return in the playoffs. We are thrilled to have Hunter Henry back on Unpacking It to talk faith, football, and life. Hunter, thanks so much for joining us again. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing awesome, and, and what an exciting time of year. You guys are returning to, to training camp. So, so what makes this time of year unique compared to OTAs or even the regular season? Well, you know, you were so close to the season, and uh, you're, you, know, you go stay together in a hotel. You, you're, you're there all day long. You're practicing for longer. You got more reps. And then you throw the pads on. Uh, that's the main thing. I mean, football is played with is a, is a physical sport. In the spring, you know, you don't really put, you're not allowed to put the pads on yet. You just kind of running around with helmets on. But um, you still get a lot of work in. But you know, there's nothing like blocking and um, getting physical with some guys. So that's that's the main thing. I think once camp starts is uh, just finding out kind of getting back in the rhythm, uh, getting back in shape a little bit too. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And then what about off the field and just kind of all being together? What is the you know the team camaraderie like, and and what do you guys kind of do during the the downtime? Yeah, um, you know it's just you know you eat together, you kind of break bread together, and you know learn a lot about different guys. And you know you just I think going through hard times like camp, you know camp can be a it, it is definitely a grind. Um, and when you go through that with different guys, there, there's just a special kind of bond that you can't describe unless you've been through it. So that's the biggest thing I think. Just going through this together, you uh, you come out of it definitely pretty you know stronger and closer at the unit oh that's awesome hunter henry our guest right now on unpacking it and so how is your mindset and approach different this year compared to maybe your first couple of years with the chargers yeah you know coming off an injury um i think anything is just taking care of my body um and just really honing in on that and trying to you know be available that's the biggest thing is being available for this team and I haven't been, so you know I accept that, and uh, it's just the reality of how it's been these last this last year. So um, I think it's just taking care of my body, make sure I'm there every single day, and uh, you know just working to get better. I, I think that's the main thing for me. Um, and then just approaching the game in a different aspect of just uh, I had a new appreciation for it. I think that's that's what being away from the game sometimes gives you, um, just how much you you missed it and how much you love it. Actually, just gets you through those hard times when you might not want to go anymore but it just you just look back at those times yeah that, that that's cool and and I, i'm sure you're you're tired of talking about the injury but but i am curious just to hear just about the journey that that you went through really from a, you know, a personal standpoint and a, and a faith perspective and and so you know kind of what what can you share with us as far as what this last year was like as you experience getting injured, rehabbing, and, and attempting to get back on the field and then ultimately being able to return in the playoffs. Kind of take us into what, what that was like for you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely hard. Um, I grew a lot in my faith. Um, I grew a lot in my marriage. So I got married in the last, in the last year. And so uh, those two things were huge for me. I was able to really lean on you know, my rock and, and my faith. And, you know, uh, football – you know, it can get taken away sometimes as athletes. I think we can worship football and we can worship, you know, false idols that, that really they're, they're not there permanently. And, you know, Christ is there always. Um, it, it, it is never, he's never shaken. He's never taken away once you become a believer. So um, that's the main thing that I think I just was able to 
you know, rely on um, is that, you know, I am loved by him no matter what, no matter if I'm hurt and not playing or, you know, I'm the, I'm an all pro out there. I think that's the main thing that I had to learn because I think I, we all get sucked up in, in the, uh, in, in this world, especially in the NFL, uh, just with the media and different things like that. You just, you kind of, you have to humble yourself and uh, remember, you know, what your real purpose is out here. Oh man, what, what a tremendous perspective. And, and along those lines too. So, so it sounds like you, you did grow, but how are you able to to even you know spend maybe more time with the Lord or or participate in, in different stuff that maybe you wouldn't have necessarily been able to if you had been playing? So so what were some of those I don't know opportunities or just ways that you yeah. were able to grow? Yeah, I think I think I got a lot of time with my wife. Um, you know that's the biggest thing uh, is just serving my wife. You know that, that's what God called me to do um, is just being able to be there for your wife and and, and called to you know just love on her and be there for her. So especially now being away with football and all you know, it, it was a good foundation for us. So I think that was huge. Um, I think I was able, I was able to go to church more. Um, and you know, when you're in the season, you're playing on Sundays, it's, it's a little tougher to get plugged into a church. So I got to, you know, get plugged into a church, do all that. And, uh, the church and just getting plugged in a little bit really helps me grow and, uh, just have a little bit of, you know, consistency and, um, help, help me get through those hard times. Yeah. And, and, had you experienced anything like that in the past? Like, like what was kind of the the newness to being out for the year, being injured that way, and and, and kind of I don't know, maybe how did your perspective change because of this specific experience? Never been through anything like this, so it was a, it was a good learning experience. And uh, like I said, it's just gave me a new appreciation for football, um, just how much I love it, and just a new perspective on life that you know anything can be taken away from you just like that. Hunter Henry, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And and so what about what was the dynamic like with your team and with your teammates? And were were you focused on, okay, how can I still contribute, you know, from the sideline and, and be there for them? And then, you know, how how were they there for you, knowing that you were dealing with an injury? Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's different. You know, you feel a little isolated, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when you're injured, you're just away from the team and um, you're not able to contribute. You're not really able to go through those times together. You feel isolated and away from everybody. That part of it's hard, but I, we had a lot of guys that were really there. Um, we had a lot of guys that, we have a lot of guys on the team that have been through the injury, um, too. So they were able to give me a lot of advice and how to get through it. So, um, those two things were huge. And, and what about moving forward, knowing when other guys go on injured reserve, how will your approach change to kind of how you, I don't know, intentionally reach out to them? Yeah, it's that's huge. Uh, that's a big thing. Um, you know, just try to be there for them. Uh, I know what they're going through, so just encouragement and um, just trying to be there for them as much as I can. That's awesome, Hunter Henry, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's a tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers, and and so you mentioned that last year you got got married, and so I always love you know just kind of hearing about how the how the wedding turned out, and was it what you'd hoped it would be, and and how did all that turn out? Yeah, it was great, man. It was uh, a lot of stress because I did my ACL right before that, so oh. I was trying, rehabbing hard to try to get my up on my feet. But it turned out great. Um, was able to walk, was able to dance, get a have a great time. It was perfect. Oh, that's awesome! And what about the honeymoon? Where'd you guys go? We went to Jamaica. Oh, me too. Where, where at? Yeah, Montego Bay. Oh, me too. That's awesome. We, yeah. We, yeah, man. We loved it. We absolutely loved it. So. What was, yeah, we loved it, too. Oh, good to hear. Very cool. Well, so what did you – you kind of mentioned being able to spend more time with your wife. 
uh, because of the the injury, which ended up kind of being a, a blessing. But but what did you learn, and what wisdom maybe can you share just from a, a first year of marriage, maybe to guys that are listening today that are getting married soon? You know, you need to be a leader. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, you have to lead the marriage. I think I think the biggest thing is is putting Christ first. That's 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 the biggest thing, man. Um, that forgiveness and that grace being the center of your marriage is huge for you and sets the tempo for everything. So. Because um, forgiveness and grace is going to be the biggest thing that you're going to have to do a lot. So um, you're going to have to humble yourself um, a lot um, and just kind of die, uh, die to yourself a little bit and just love her as much as you can. Uh, we're called to do that as men and um, to just love them. You know, it, it is it's like uh, it's like Christ the church. You know, they say so. That's that's the biggest thing is just loving loving them like Christ. Christ is this church and just that's the biggest thing for me is just that I've learned is just love and forgiveness and and as you kind of have looked to other examples of of marriage over the years and, and maybe your parents or, or other people what what are some of those those things that you've you've learned or observed that that you've you know tried to already bring into your own marriage um, yeah, I think my parents, uh, they're great examples. So are my in-laws. So I think we, we were able to look at their relationship and it was just kind of the same thing. It's just loving each other, being best friends and just forgiving each other. Ah, oh, that's good. Hunter Henry, our guest right now on Unpacking It, tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers. And, and so let, let's talk a little football and, and about the upcoming season. What's kind of the... I don't know, the energy like with, with this team, knowing that, hey, you guys had an awesome season last year. You're coming back healthy, adding a couple other pieces. What, what's been sort of the, the tone, I guess, kind of coming into training camp? Yeah, we're excited. I mean, with a lot of weapons, we have a great offense, great defense. So we, we know we have a, you know we have a great team and uh, just looking for the opportunity to go out there and display it. What are some areas of your game that, that even as you know, are on the sideline watching – uh, are wanting to kind of improve on or, or have been improving on in the offseason? Um, I think, you know, everybody's improving on what they already do, but I think it's just being a balanced team. That's the biggest thing for us, being both uh, able to, you know, be successful in the run game and the pass game. That's the biggest thing. And, and for you specifically, what about your own game? Yeah, yeah for my game, I mean, I, I missed last year, so I think it's just health. Um, trying to play all 16 games this year and, um, just trying to be the, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. I think that's my main goal every single day. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for joining us here on Unpacking It. Great to have you back on the show, and, and thanks for taking the time. All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on. He's Hunter Henry, tight end for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, really appreciate him being a part of Unpacking It today. And we had him on a couple years ago, and, and really a great guest, and was bummed to see him go down all last year, but but appreciate his perspective, his insight, and he's still a young guy, uh, but, but hopefully that was encouraging to you today. Uh, I know just listening to, to somebody, you know, go through the unexpected, the disappointment, yet embracing what you can learn through it, and, and so that's how he kind of went through last year, and so uh, appreciate him being willing to share that with us today, and I've got him on my fantasy team this year, so I, he's one of my keepers and uh, keeping him in, in the late rounds. So uh, hopefully he's a, a big contributor on the field for the Chargers and also for my fantasy team. So uh, coming up next, we'll do our segment, Unpack This. This week's topic is about players holding out and how that relates to our own lives. 
You can check out our website, unpackingit.com. Be sure to subscribe to the weekday email devotional that we call Unpack This, and we send it directly to your email inbox for free when you subscribe on our website, unpackingit.com. Thanks to Luke May joining us earlier, Hunter Henry joining us this segment. Unpack This is next. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. This is Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's time for our final segment of the day. We call it Unpack This, where I take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and our own lives. So let's jump right in. Players around the NFL are working hard at training camps right now, while a few star players have already chosen not to show up as they look to secure a new long-term deal with an increased salary. Despite teams presenting generous offers, players are choosing not to agree to the terms and instead have decided a holdout is their best option. As we consider this choice, let's unpack the definition of a holdout, which is an act of resisting something or refusing to accept what is offered. As crazy as it seems for a player not to accept an offer that includes millions of dollars every year to play a sport, it's even more upsetting that there are many of us choosing a holdout with our faith. The Bible clearly tells us everything that God offers us through Jesus. He's given us an incredible deal that includes a payment for our sin, eternal life, grace, mercy, and personal access through prayer to the creator of the world. However, people are choosing to reject this good news and loving offer and picking a holdout instead. On the flip side, many of us today have indeed chosen to receive salvation through Jesus and have gratefully accepted his free gift but we can still find ourselves refusing and resisting other aspects of the offer. We have to question why we're choosing a holdout instead of accepting the following terms, which are Jesus is willing to lead us and guide us in every area of our lives. Jesus is offering us an abundant life. The Bible says the fear of the Lord leads to life so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. The Bible says wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Today, let's end our holdout and agree to the unbelievable terms we've been offered by Jesus. We bring nothing to the table except for our sin, yet we receive a long-term deal that includes peace, forgiveness, and eternal life. So I hope you're willing to unpack that for yourselves and really appreciate you joining me today and hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week on social media and on unpackingit.com. Until next time. I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins. He was resurrected. And through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a wonderful week. This has been Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA and Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio.